This podcast is part of the Garnet Media Group Podcast Network. Garnet Media Group is a partnership between the student-run media outlets at the University of South Carolina. Find out more about Garnet Media Group's podcasts and other student work on garnetmedia.org. Welcome to Garnet in Black Unwritten, where we talk everything about USC's student-run magazine, pop culture, and college life. It's not scripted, it's unwritten. I'm Zane Heinlein, here with Faith Fulmer. Today we are giving our reviews of the infamous Five Nights at Freddy's movie, chatting about 1989, Taylor's version, and saying farewell to our friend, Matthew Perry. Um, so let's just get into our media of the week, because we have so much to say. Yes, it's a media episode. I have so much. It's a media episode. Yes. It's a media event. Yes, yes. So my movie of the week is obviously the <laughs> Five Nights at Freddy's movie. What? Yeah. So we've been talking about it basically every single episode. A lot of lead um, up. October 27th was a very big day for all the annoying people out there, <laughs> especially me. Um, so the Five Nights at Freddy's <laughs> movie came out, came out, and then 1989, Taylor's version, also released all on the same day. It was such a big event. But I actually saw the Five Nights at Freddy's movie the day before. I saw it on the 26th. Whoa. How? Yeah. I don't know. They just had... Uh, we went to... You know what's crazy? What is crazy? <laughs> we me. went to the AMC Theater in Harbison on Afton Court. Oh, Not my Not even joking right now. Uh, that's an um, Easter egg for it all the FNAF Easter fans egg. out there. Yeah, literally. For all you FNAF heads. Yeah, so I'm going to be talking about spoilers so yeah, spoiler alert in spoiler advance. alert um if you do not want spoilers you can just skip ahead to when we're not talking about the fnaf movie um so yeah um but if you haven't seen the fnaf movie by now where are you what what's going on I agree. you need to go right now um so what are your initial thoughts on the movie just out of the gate i want to know okay okay my favorite thing i feel like is just the fact that josh hutcherson is the main character oh my God, yeah him and jennifer lawrence have been in weird movies lately no they <laughs> like i like josh hutcherson was the main character jennifer lawrence was recently in this comedy movie uh, called no hard, no hard feelings, feelings which is literally all about her getting hired to like like literally like sleep with this like high schooler and it was a crazy weird movie and yeah. i'm like what are these people in now and i'm like how do y'all go for hunger games to but this? i kind of love it you know they yes. they had their iconic roles I agree, in I the agree. hunger games and you know now about 10 years later you know i feel like they should just be you know living their lives doing yes. the projects they want yes. to being in the comedy movies being no, in the weird right. horror movies like i support it i love josh hutcherson me too we've officially entered the josh hutcherson naissance uh-huh as of people course, are calling it um and I thought his performance was great. I thought it was oh, fabulous. 100%. Definitely a lot of the acting performances in this movie were, were great. I think that's one of the highlights. Um, I guess I sh- I'll go ahead and say what yeah, I thought about off. the movie. So I I thoroughly enjoyed watching it. Um, if you guys, if anyone listening doesn't know, I was a huge FNAF fan back in the day. Um as in like 10 years ago when I was in middle school I love Finding to Freddy's I have this like innate fear of animatronics that I've had since I was like little and there's something about the things that scare you the most also intrigue you the most because it's like it's just like the uncanny valley of animatronics it freaks me out but it's also like I think the concept of the franchise is really interesting but when you get into a lot of the lore that's where it starts to get confusing oh my gosh for especially people that like don't know anything about it and that's where I think some of the some of the faults of the movie may lie because for the average viewer i don't think they're going to understand a lot of the easter eggs a lot of the the storyline bits and i think 
that may be where the faults lie that's I already said that but for me personally I really enjoyed watching the movie it's just so fun to see like the things from your childhood like come to life on the big screen especially like video games and books and things like that um so that's why I really really enjoyed it and also I really loved like the cute parts like some people didn't like it but I I I personally loved it it. spoilers there's a part in the movie where so basically uh, Josh Hutcherson uh, Mike his name is Mike his character's name is Mike he has this little sister named Abby that he like takes care of and she like ends up at the pizzeria because basically I don't want to like go into all the details but she's at the pizzeria with him he's like the late the guard the night shift guard and she has to come because her babysitter never shows up and if you watch the movie you know why the babysitter didn't show up but she basically she's there and she starts like she has this like connection with the animatronics for some reason and she like forms like a bond like a friendship with them and that sounds kind of corny but i thought it was so sweet you know of course it turns sour because this is a horror movie after all semi-horror movie it's more like a horror comedy it really is um but i just thought it was really sweet because you know like deep down if you don't know the lore this is gonna sound a little crazy but you know the kids the animatronics are just kids at the end of the day so i thought it was really sweet to see them like actually being kids again and like building a fort and having fun and i was like oh i didn't know this would be in the movie it's really sweet anyway i feel like i'm talking a lot no so no, no. i'll let I, you have a turn I totally on the agree. mic i agree with what you said i was literally like i loved fnaf back way back in like <laughs> middle school mm-hmm. like i loved watching like less like let's plays i never played the games because i was too little chicken yeah but i was the same way i would watch like the music videos like people would make mm-hmm. fnaf like it's so it is really cool finally getting to see like literally like probably like a decade how long like when the first since the first game came out like a long long time yeah it's it's the but movie uh, yeah. itself has been about eight years in the yeah. making because i know, think it's, the yes. first time we had ever heard about a fnaf movie possibly co- like coming out was like 2015 2014 2016 yeah, yeah. ish it was um, such a long time in the making and i think the original movie came out in not the original movie the original game came out in 2014 yeah, and i feel like we really did grow up with the franchise like mm-hmm. a lot of because it was super big on youtube and we've talked yeah. about this like mm-hmm. we were we were youtube kids to our core yes like all the matpat videos oh and the God. lore <laughs> but i thought the movie it was i guess that is kind of where the movie had a little bit of a struggle where it's yeah. like this franchise has so much lore yeah. and some of it's not even like um proven like a lot yeah, of it like some of it of is just theories and like random stuff like that Speaking so it's like of theories yes yeah, Matt Pat oh was God. in the movie when he showed up on the screen I, I think like, I had like a convulsion I in my know, seat I, I was like I was like I didn't even know what happened in his scene I had to watch no, it online yeah. somewhere afterwards um and I was just like I like looked at my friends I was like sitting in the middle of them Guys, and I that's just, him I just, like, that's him looked at both of them I was like panicking and I like had like a I little know. like a little butterfly a little little butterflies in my stomach and my chest and my he even said his little thing he was like well you know it's just a theory or whatever I, I was know. like shut oh, up that path this is like fully Get off my like screen. this is I know I, oh my god it, it was and you know what oh my god a little bit of um reveal after the movie yes. so um, Matt Pat actually, so he made a video about his experience being on the FNAF. Oh set yeah, I haven't and, watched that video yet. And me in the movie and stuff. I watched it, um, and he actually revealed something. What? That Markiplier was actually supposed to be in the movie Gas. as the security guard in the beginning that dies. Really? Yeah, and I was like, oh my god, my god that would have been. Apparently, I think it was like a scheduling conflict with his own project. But I've heard that it's supposed to, it's planned to be a trilogy. 
um, at oh, least. So God. I hope that Markiplier is in the next movie. <laughs> Me too. Um, we gotta wait another like ten years for the second <laughs> Five Nights at Freddy's movie. No, I hope it. I hope it comes out like. Next I hope. I, yeah, I hope they just like turn those things out. At this point. There's so much things that you can derive story right? from. There's literally like six or seven yeah, games. Because in it's the not main just series. games. There's the games, there's, there's the, the books, books, there's, there's the, the theories. The theories. There's, there's like the a work there's like even like a workbook they made. Yeah. Like there's like a whole it is so much more than just like little video games now. Yeah, yeah totally. Yes. But I really like I really enjoyed the movie. Mm-hmm. I think people are just too harsh. Like, come yeah. on. Like, just it's, enjoy the movie for what it is. Yeah. They couldn't make a gory horror movie because the audience is predominantly like children. Like, Five Nights at Freddy's has a very young audience. Yeah. So I, I feel like yeah. they can't make one it's, where it's just, mm-hmm. yeah. It's kind of like, like, Goosebumps in that sense. Yeah, I, like, I think a little Goosebumpy elements, vibes. Yeah. But the, the pr- predominantly the audience is kids. Yes. Um. So definitely. I was like, I think there is going to be, like, a lot of horror elements in it. But I think mainly it's going to be fairly lighthearted um you know I, 100%. I, in another universe i think it would be really cool to do like a gritty a gritty like, gory because it's oh, definitely 100%. there's definitely this subject matter oh, for that kind of take but just because of the audience and you know things like that i think yeah. it was the right direction for blumhouse I to agree. do a little bit more lighthearted take just yes. because you know kids are going to be begging their parents to take them to the movie and then their parents don't want to take their kids to a movie that's like an super R-rated, gruesome like and r-rated in c17 yeah, like as, as cool as that would be i also i also had just as much fun watching this movie. i i agree i thought it was a very fun watch like yeah it wasn't like the best movie i've ever seen but <laughs> it was very nice to watch i, I watched it last night on halloween like mm-hmm. it was really just perfect yeah. um what did you think about the animatronics in the movie like their design how they oh acted what did you think about that they were so amazing yeah. i thought they looked perfect so for anyone who doesn't know, the the three animatronics, Chica, Bonnie, and Freddy, they were all people in suits. Oh, um, really? Yeah. But then Foxy, since he has, like, the exposed yeah. animatronic parts, he's, like, an actual robot that's, oh, like, controlled what? by something. I don't that's really know spooky. exactly. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And I thought they all looked really, really great. Um, they were they were done by Jim Henson's oh, company. Yes, I forget yes. exactly what it's called. I think, I think it's, it's just called, called, like, Jim, Jim Henson. Henson's company. Yeah. And you can really tell because these the puppets and the suits and the look exactly like, look like they, they look walked exactly out of that video like game like the video game and like all other parts of media that we've yes. seen and i just i was so happy that it didn't look like cheap knockoffs like Me too. i i think it just it looked yeah. perfect and then the spring trap suit i thought also looked really good yes. i didn't think it looked exactly like the game because in the game he's it's more like dilapidated it's more like, like dilapidated apart. and like falling apart so yeah. it wasn't going to look exactly like it and also matthew lillard had to like be inside the suit so they had to change it up a little also, bit matthew lillard oh my God. i'm so happy he was in that movie he was perfect I casting i literally love matthew lillard Me so too. much <laughs> i also love him i think after so right now i'm on a mission to watch all the saw movies because yes. i just i've never Good liked mission. horror i've never liked horror um but i i want to expose myself to that genre just because you know there's a lot of like legendary 100 horror franchises so after i watch all the saw movies i think i might watch the scream franchise yes. oh i 100 this could not recommend and scream i'm more. so excited to see matthew lillard yes. in it. oh my god yes. i love matthew lillard i think he's great Me as well i'm happy he's a he great was in that actor movie. i'm happy that he's getting jobs yeah. and he's you know, gets to be Me the too. legendary yes. horror icon that he is. 100%. And I thought he was great in his performance as William Afton slash Spring Bonnie slash yes. Spring Trap slash Golden Bonnie or whatever people like to call it. Yes. Um, 
yeah, I thought I he was I will great. say, I feel like one of my biggest critiques of the movie, and this might be a hot take, I'm not mm-hmm. sure if you agree with this, but I wish we spent the, I wish we spent more time in the pizzeria. Yeah, like, I agree. I'm sorry, like, I get they had to string together. Since the, since they're just video mm-hmm. games, there's, in the video games, there's really no plot line. You're really just, the games are just kind of like, you're, you're surviving. Yeah, you're surviving, and then there's you're little just, hints yeah, of so plot there's, lines. So they kind of yeah. had to, yeah, they kind of had to make up a plot, and I get what they did with having Josh Hutcherson's character kind of mm-hmm. lose a brother, but I really wasn't the biggest fan of that. Like, I wish we spent a lot more time of, like, in the pizzeria, seeing the animatronics. Yeah. Um, kind of that kind of stuff. Less than, yeah. like, seeing, like, their house or then, like, all that kind of stuff. I didn't really, I didn't really care about the ant subplot of her trying yeah, to get... Yeah, I, I, like, I was like, I just wanted I to these animatronics. I didn't really care about that. I think no. that could have been left out of it. But I, I get agree. that they needed, like... I, you needed some sort of overarching kind yeah. of story plot line to raise to, the like, stakes. like, add interest in, like, our main character exactly. and his little sister. But it's, like, the people... I just wanted to see the animatronics be creepy and hunt these... And, like, be... I just want to see the... I want to see the creepy animatronics, you know? Yeah, I think if they definitely wanted to add a more, like, horror kind of feel to it, I think... I think the scariest thing about, like, the Five Nights at Freddy's games in general is not the jump scares, but more about the dread leading up to the jump scares. Yes, yes. If if they, I think if they wanted to have more of, like, the animatronics, like, walking around and creeping up on Mike, I think think that would have been better. I think there was a little bit of that, especially with, like, the scene where the the people, like, break in and, like... Oh, yeah. Chica, you know that Chica's in there, but he doesn't know. Yes, yes. And I'm like, oh, this is bad. Oh, my God. Little Chica's cupcake. It looked so goofy. I'm sorry. It was goofy, but, but it was I also like, thought it because it had to be. It was. It was really cute. I also wasn't the biggest fan of how they made their eyes turn red. Yeah. I think, what, I think what's so creepy about the animatronics in the game is that they're just they act. They're just like regular animatronics. Like mm-hmm. they don't have anything weird about them other than the fact that they're like moving around. I yeah. think like the red eyes kind of gave it that weird like. It felt a little too cheap. Supernatural. It felt a little, like, felt a little too supernatural. Yeah. I also thought everyone's reactions in the movie were mm-hmm. very funny because Josh Hutcherson was like, okay, yeah, I guess the kids possessed the thing. Like, he wasn't really, like, <laughs> like I feel like he wasn't, like, that's you know, that's insane or whatever. I think, yeah, I think for a moment he was like, what are you talking about? Like, to Vanessa, the security, or the to the police officer, Vanessa, um, which I love her, by the way. She's oh, Beck yeah. from You. Yes, Have you seen that? Yeah, no, that's, she looks familiar. She's gorgeous. She also played Anna in Once Upon a Time. What? That's also what I know. That's funny. So she's she's a good actress. I like her. Um Yeah. What else was I saying? I think for a moment he was like a little freaked out by it, but everyone was just way too quick to accept the fact that everyone was way too quick. Yeah. I think for a moment he was like, Is this a prank? Is this a joke? And I'm like, why do people always resort to that in horror movies? I know. I I was watching like Saw Three last night and it's like people whenever they end up like in the saw traps they're like is this a prank come out if this is a prank and i'm like no "No, bro you're you're about about to die die. (laughs) yeah like like i don't know like i'm never hopefully i'm never gonna be in a situation like that so i don't know if i would be like is this a prank i feel like that's such like a trope it's such a trope and i'm like tired of it but i agree yeah Um, but his performance was great um matthew Lillard's performance is great everyone's performances were pretty great oh my god the child actors in the movie i thought they were wonderful i hope to see them in a lot more things i agree Mm -hmm. that was very nice especially little abby i thought she was just like a very nice like lovable like weird kid who just like wanted friends you know i was like you know what i don't know (laughs) No, that's no, that's that's fair. Know. That's fair. You know what? Um, you know <laughs> I, what? I don't know. <laughs> but we also got some really good like Easter eggs in the movie. Mm-hmm. There was a dog animatronic yeah. costume. I don't know if you caught that. Yeah. I was like, oh, who is he? Mm-hmm. That was like, and we've never seen that before. Mm-hmm. And then the the um 
the outfit that Abby almost got stuck in. Mm-hmm. Oh, I didn't finish the movie, so I actually don't remember how it ends. <laughs> you didn't finish the movie. I fell asleep, but I woke up and the credits were rolling. Well, I was like, Did you see the part? Did you see the part where where Afton gets springlocked? No. Okay, but so I knew that was coming. I've seen. The, yeah. I know the lore. It was that um, was actually kind of the freakiest part of the movie. I but bet. It since I be. knew it was coming, it wasn't as like crazy. Gotcha. But Abby almost got stuck into a costume that I've yeah. never seen before. Yeah. It almost looked like Circus Baby. Yeah. From Sister Location. Which I really, love we're, Sister Location. Really out of our inner nerd right yeah. now. Sister Location is what is probably like one that of my favorite so Five Nights at Freddy's movies, and I was like. I, when I was deciding for my Halloween costume, I like saw, saw like a bunch of clown costumes oh, at Spirit yeah, Halloween, yeah. and I was like, Circus I could be baby. like a clown, but like I'm like I don't know, like how would I do that? And then like once like, we left and we were in the car, I was like, oh my god, I should be Circus Baby. Yes. But by then it was too late. I, mm. I'm not the kind of person that dresses up in like multiple Halloween costumes. I got that's one fair. costume and that's it. Yeah. I just it's not that I don't like dressing up. I just don't like spending money yeah. on things I'm only gonna wear once. Also, the <laughs> fact that. Uh, there was the one thing that made me laugh. So, like, Vanessa is a police officer, right, in yeah. the movie. Mm-hmm. There's the one scene where she's, like, she, like, goes to his house. It's, mm-hmm. like, in the beginning of the movie where she's, like, if I write this police report, like, you're screwed. I'm, like, that's your job. I, like, <laughs> like I get the point, but I'm, like, oh, that like, is so funny. There I'm, was like, the other part where she was, <laughs> like, what? if you step forward, I'm going to shoot you. I'm, like, I was like oh bro, chill. You probably can't just throw that around. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. Um, and then the, very did you funny. see the big reveal where she was like... Oh, the daughter? Yeah, that yes, she was the daughter yes. of William Afton. So, I was but here's like, the thing. Is this correlating to the Vanessa that's in the one, the most recent game? Like I don't Vanny? know. I don't know. So I was know. like, what is all that about? So I think it's no coincidence that they have the same name. It's no coincidence. Because nothing is a coincidence. Or, yeah. sometimes, or sometimes I feel like Scott Cawthon just wants to screw with yeah, the people. Yeah, because... Yeah, I think Matt Pat <laughs> said before Pat, yes. that a lot of the time some of the people in the games will have s- the similar names or the same names just to be confusing. Yeah. So it could be another it could case be just of one that. Of those things. Um, or it could be maybe they actually do have a connection, but it I don't know how I feel about it because it kind of messes with the established lore of the game. Not to sound like a nerd, nerd. right now. No nerd but at all. I totally am. Um, that so originally so William Afton has three children. Yes. Um, Evan, M- Mike, Michael, different than the Mike in the different movie. Different than the Mike in the movie. Um, and then Elizabeth. Elizabeth is the soul that's like trapped in circus, circus baby. baby. Yes. <laughs> this is gonna sound literally insane for our our producer right now. No idea. She, no, she's no idea what we're talking about. <laughs> um. So I'm I, get, like, I get you though. Is Vanessa supposed to be representative of, of Elizabeth grown up, or mm. is she supposed to be Vanny? Is she supposed to be who is she supposed to You're be? Right. I don't know. But. Hopefully there'll be a second movie and it'll explain everything. It has to be. It won't. You know it won't. <laughs> Not, but, I, but at the end of the day, you have to give props to Scott Coughlin. Yeah, This totally. man made an indie horror game in mm-hmm. what? 2015, 20? Let me look it up real quick. 2014. I think it was 2014. Yeah, 2014. Mm-hmm. He's had this, like, and all of that just blew up. And now mm-hmm. he has his own whole movie. And I think his yeah. own production studio. Yeah. It was like Scott Cawthon Productions. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just... It's just crazy that that is the yeah. power, like truly a testament to the power of the internet. Yeah, definitely. Like it's definitely. insane. Yeah, and yes. I think I think you know we've had a lot of really good um, video game to yeah. TV or movie adaptations. The Super Mario Bros. movie. Super just came Mario out. Bros. movie was pretty good. Um, the Last of Us yes. was amazing. I mean, the people I went crazy it. for the Last of Us. I love the Last of Us so much. Oh my god, I want to rewatch it. I hope season two. The Last of Us soon. got my friends, my friends who would never play video games, <laughs> to play to play the game. Yeah. Like, the last one is great, yeah. and a lot of other ones I haven't seen, unfortunately. Yeah. But I think FNAF is just another another one to add to that list. And I 100%. think video games, you know, they're 
they're like a mainstay in the media. Like they're bigger than oh, they've ever 100%. been. One hundred percent. Yes. Um, but with now that we us saying that we do love the movies, this is not. <laughs> we are, I think, maybe part of a rare bunch. Yeah. So currently, as it stands, the Five Nights at Freddy's movie has a. 27% on the tomato meter. <laughs> yeah. But an 88% on the audience, audience score, score. Which I think is great. And yes. I think that goes to show you that a lot of, this is no like hate to critics. Like critics are out there to do their job. Exactly. A lot of the critics aren't familiar with Five Nights at Freddy's, um, which is okay. Like that doesn't mean that their opinion is irrelevant. It's like I said earlier, like this movie is definitely for the fans and people who are 100%. already familiar with the franchise, which I think was a good way to go, but it's not exactly the way to like get a good rating on Rotten Tomatoes and also Rotten Tomatoes isn't the end all be all uh, one, exactly. you know um, but I totally get like some of the critiques that it is receiving it's not that scary me too like, and we already, it's we a already little bit cheesy yeah. um, you know things like that so I totally understand it um, but me personally I just really enjoyed watching the movie I just I love to see like <laughs> the like all like the everything was so accurate like even just like, yeah. like the one poster that's in the video game like mm-hmm. it looked just like it yeah like it was really it was just really cool mm-hmm. seeing it like alive and not mm-hmm. on through a video game or something yeah I think that was definitely. really the best part I think that's why the fans are really yeah. gonna be the heart and soul carrying this movie forward um but we were talking a little bit beforehand. I was sharing some funny letterbox yeah. reviews. Yeah. I'm just scrolling <laughs> right just now. Give our thoughts this on is it. by user M Bad Emoji. <laughs> Best part was when Freddie said, It's Fazin time. Faz <laughs> all over everyone. <laughs> he didn't say that, but I he could have. Not, yeah, he could have. He could have. <laughs> Four people died in that place and nobody G A F. Bad emoji. <laughs> That's so real. What about you, Faith? You got any um, ones? Yeah, I have a couple that I liked on Letterboxd. I posted my own review. Yo, which read was, yours. Okay, this is my review. So I gave the movie three and a half stars, and I liked it. I said, I'd consider this spring to be trapped. Yeah. <laughs> In reference to spring trap. <laughs> I totally stole that from, like, an Instagram post no, it's somewhere. Perfect. But I just wanted to, like, say something silly. This movie does to furries what Jaws did to swimming. <laughs> I don't know. I think that's grammatically incorrect. Okay. Um, maybe the real Five Nights at Freddy's were the friends we made along the way. That's true. Yeah. They didn't play the song from TikTok. Sad face. What song? Oh, Join Us for a Bite? Maybe oh, that one? Yeah, yeah. But at the end, on the credits, another moment that like made me like convulse in yes. my seat was when the movie ended and the credits started rolling and they played the Five Nights at Freddy's song um, by the Living Tombstone yes, and I was just like yes. and I just heard the <laughs> and I was we like oh my god and then we're waiting every night to you find and I was like oh my god stop I'm gonna listen right to that now. on my way to next class I, I think that I listen, a great song to listen I love to. a lot there's a lot of really good Five Nights at Freddy's fan songs yeah there are amazing there's, ones there's um, Five Nights at Freddy's the, all the Living Tombstone songs are yes. great um, it's been so long is that how it's called? That song's really good. Oh, yeah, and then, I know which one you're talking and then about. there's the other five minutes. I think the song that they're talking about is Join Us for a Bite. Mm-hmm. It's like, you're ready to join us for a bite. Or <laughs> I don't know if I've heard that one. To the animatronic that was beautiful, Oh, yes, it's that one. It's, yeah. Oh, yeah, because that that, oh people God. went crazy on TikTok that'll for that be, song. That'll be in Five Nights at Freddy's 2, guys, yes, so don't yes, worry. Yes. Um, Faith, if you had to get shoved into an animatronic, which one would it be? <laughs> My favorite animatronic is... 
So I like the animatronics from the new game, Security Breach. Gotcha. I would want to be Roxanne Wolf because yes. she's so slay. Yes. And in the new um, DLC, she's like the main animatronic. Oh, she's really? like she's like the one that has like a connection with the girl, and she's I like got you. she's just very slay, and she's also like cares about her looks a lot. So I'm like, I love a vain girl. Yes. I love a girl who's vain and cares about her looks, but is also soft-hearted on the inside. Yes. <laughs> what about from the main four? Um. I like growing up. I think I like Chica the best. I also like Foxy. I don't know. I just I like Freddy. I like all of them. It's I hard know, for me to pick I one. Know. I think in the movie I definitely like Chica the best. Yes, it's because she was like she had that little wink and she was like slaying yeah, the yeah, game yeah. with her little cupcake and stuff. Yeah. Um, it was cute to see the animatronics be like friendly. Yeah, like, I feel like that's something we never oh really saw God. before. Oh my God, I saw these videos on TikTok of these. Um, I think they're like FNAF YouTubers like yeah. visiting the set. And um, they like got to meet the an- like the animatronics like quote unquote, and they got Ooh, to like gotcha. hug them and stuff. And ah, I was like, that's so cute. That is cool. I want to hug Freddy, but yeah. also I would be terrified of Freddy. Yeah, so I don't know exactly. what, how I feel. It's kind of like when you were little and you like got to meet like Goofy or whatever at Disney World or wh- whomstever in like whomstever. a mascot suit, and you're like love them, but you're also a little bit frightened yeah. by them because they're so big and I tall. I always hate when you like hug the mascots and you like feel the person inside i know i know i know really and also at disney at disney whenever like whenever you hug um like a mascot character they like give you a little kiss like they go "Mm -hmm." really yeah and whenever they do that (laughs) i get a little freaked out because i'm like there's a person (laughs) in there that just made that noise before we wrap up this segment we've been talking for a long time we just love for now we just want i just wanted to geek out about it for a little while um but um I just wanted to go over, okay, like I said, I just want to go over a couple more Letterboxd yes. reviews, and I think we're going to wrap it up and talk about our next topic. Um, so, um, Abby, who she works, I went to high school with her, and she currently um, is in SGTV. She's like a training director, so shout out to Abby if she's listening. Abby Tam? Abby Tam, yeah. 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 Um, she said, this was corny as fuck, but being said, let's make like 10 more of these movies, and yeah. I can't help but agree. Yeah, I agree. Um, someone else said... I yelped, I squealed, and I cheered for the definitive Tumblr white boy of the month, Josh Hutcherson. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And then someone yes. else said, I hope Jack Black enjoys this movie. And that's about it. Five Nights at Freddy's. Jack Black needs to be in the second movie. All Why right. was he not in the first one? That's crazy. But also, Markiplier, what were you doing that you couldn't be in the Jack FNAF Black and movie? Markiplier, you need to be in the second I or the third know. movie or the fourth movie or the fifth movie or the sixth movie. So, yeah. Yeah. We're maybe gonna, they're, maybe they're going to be showing our grandkids <laughs> these movies. They're going to be still coming out all the time. Exactly. Yes. All right. So, all right. it's time to move on. Let us close the pizza plex. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Let's you, spring this trap. Let's all right. spring this trap. So. 1989 Taylor's version also came out on the same day. I just want to give a quick shout out to it. Um, but yeah, I love Taylor Swift. Support her. Love her, girl boss. <laughs> I don't know. I don't have much to say. No, it was great. I'm just kind of used to the re-recordings yeah, by now. Yeah. Um, so I'm like, I'm not. I wasn't like super shook about it. I thought all the vault tracks were pretty good, pretty consistent with the quality of the actual album itself, which is really awesome. But nothing. So 1989 is my second favorite Taylor Swift album. Really? I didn't yeah. know that. So uh, after Folklore, so I love 1989 just for the pure nostalgia, the pop vibes, the the yearning vibes in it. Like, it's just so good. So girl boss. I've said girl boss a lot, but 
my favorite songs um on that album are definitely um clean i love that song i love this love you are in love 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 it um i also really love new romantics is one of my favorite songs of all time like i love it so much but i didn't really love the re-recording oh no shockingly Why? it just it just sounds a little bit different i don't know if it's like my airpods are being weird or mm. what um but yeah i support taylor i support all yeah. the re-recordings love what she's doing i also really loved um on the vault tracks i liked s-l-u-t exclamation point <laughs> um and also what was that? now that we don't talk i really like that mm. i saw a couple people using that on tiktok like it's an audio and i thought it was pretty cool yeah i loved this album mm. i forgot how much i knew a lot of the songs off yeah, of it like, i mean it's an iconic album it's just of such the that era. nostalgia of like dancing mm. to shake it off at middle school dances yeah. and like blasting like blank space like totally welcome to new york like it's all of those classic songs that i just remember loving welcome so much growing up welcome to new york is such a successful opener yeah. it like sets the vibe it for does everything. it really it's, does like i don't listen to the song a lot like by itself yeah but whenever i'm like listening to it and i just hear like the drum kick i'm like oh it's yeah really like great. welcome to new york yeah. i was listening to it while i was driving over the bridge from kc oh, to columbia and so i was like nice. and i was like it's new york it's <laughs> <laughs> no, we've all been there. We've all it's been there. Columbia. It's Columbia. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Columbia. <laughs> it's been waiting for you. <laughs> anyway. So, yes. But yeah. You have any other thoughts on? No, it was really great. I really loved listening to Shake It Off. I love Shake It Off. <laughs> I love Shake I don't It Off. Care what that says about me? I love that song. Shake It Off <laughs> is such a good running song. I recommend. Yeah. Whenever I get on a treadmill, which is rare these days, but whenever I did and I was like, I need to start running. Like, I'm like walking. I'm like, I need to just start running. I would turn on Shake It Off and I'd be like. You're like, yeah, I'm going to sprint now. Like, I'm shaking it off. I'm shaking off this sweat. Like, it's a good running song. I highly recommend. Bad Blood? Oh, my gosh. I remember just watching that music. It's iconic. Took the words out of my mouth. Iconic. So. I think we need to start wrapping it up soon. Yeah, but yeah. I have two more topics that I just want to mention real quick. Yeah, mention it. Um, so, multi or me- multimedia team has put out two new spooky animated short stories. So I know that Halloween so is over, um, but if you just want to revisit those Halloween spooky vibes, definitely watch them. They're cute little shorts. Um, one is called A Rough Pumpkin Patch, which is about like a scarecrow and a little bird. <laughs> and then another one is called, which is Brew, which is about a cute little black cat of course and the witch and it's just they're both very very cute um the animation was done by shireen kawar i apologize if i'm mispronouncing your last name but she's amazing she's a really really talented animator on the multimedia team and the story was done by henry wood so shout out to you guys and please go watch it on our youtube channel garnet and black magazine yeah that's so awesome i watched them they're so cute yeah they're, just they're really so awesome. cute it's totally encapsulates that halloween fall cozy vibe, halloween you know? fall vibe and one more thing that we couldn't avoid mentioning is um unfortunately matthew perry who played our beloved chandler bing on friends did pass away this week um did you watch friends saying i've only watched friends like in passing with with friends <laughs> that's okay so i i grew it. up watching friends every night um like on nick and night when that came on oh, yes. i would watch it to fall asleep so full house would come on and then friends would come on like later in the night um and then if you stayed up until like 1 a.m you would, and you left the tv on you would be awoken by george lopez like the, the theme yeah, song yeah. oh, oh. My. and i was like 
I would wake up at like one in the morning. I'd be like, turn this off, turn this off. <laughs> but I would stay up late almost every night. I think I've seen pretty much probably every episode of Friends. And Chandler was definitely like my favorite character. I loved him a lot. I loved how like sarcastic he was and how humorous he was. And I loved him and Monica's relationship. I thought it was really heartwarming. Like Friends to Lovers is such a good trope. Um, and I was really saddened to hear about his passing. I think a lot of people are you know friends is one of the most popular shows in in the world like it's such a huge thing especially in america um so when someone as beloved as him passes away it's kind of like you know a big thing for pop culture especially in the matter that he did as well which is just yeah Mm -hmm. um so he's had like a lot of like ups and downs throughout his life he's had drug and alcohol problems that he had to work through uh, even when he was recording friends was shocking because he he's i think in his book or in an interview or something he mentioned how like for a couple of seasons of friends he like does not remember it just because he was so like high or drunk or had a hung or was hung over from the night before and i'm like that's shocking because his performance is just so consistent throughout i mean that's for all of the all of the um actors and friends like they had a good quality performances throughout the entirety of the series so it's kind of shocking when you hear about things like that but I just, I just wanted to say, you know, rest in peace, Matthew Perry. Yes. Um, and the Friends cast did put out, put out like a joint statement, just saying how sad they were about his passing. And um, Lisa Kudrow, she said mm. that he might, she might be adopting his dog, which yeah, I think is just the is sweetest so sweet. thing. And yeah, so thank you so much, Matthew Perry, and rest in peace. Yes. And on that note, thank you guys for listening to Garnet and Black Unwritten. Thank you. We'll Bye-bye. catch you all back here <laughs> next week.